but Tony, have you had anybody ever say to you uh, something to the effect, did you go into the ministry because you didn't want a job? <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never say anything Never. to you. I, they say it in jest. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you work one day a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get paid a full-time salary. Full-time salary. you got a big book to go by. Yeah, yeah. That's right. just, follow, just follow the outline. <laughs> I, that... The, they said people write the sermons for you. Yes. That kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Then um, I think one lady uh, very kindly said to my wife when after I left my, and, and I think I'll say something about this and you should too, but once I left my uh, other vocations and mm-hmm. became a pastor, uh, she's, she actually asked, does your husband work full time? Right. <laughs> and I <my wife laughs> said, yeah, he does. Well, what does he have to do all day? Like, I mean, she was really intrigued. concerned right, or right. intrigued or maybe wanted to get her husband in on this gig uh-huh. where you get a full-time salary but mm-hmm. only work sometimes uh, uh, two hours on Sunday morning, some churches Sunday night, some churches Wednesday, right. an occasional funeral wedding, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Great gig if you can get it. Right, right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, I, I mean, people have such a weird view of... Uh, what was my work and what is still your work. I agree, man. I agree. And and you would only know how difficult it really is um, if you have done it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, and, and I guess that's true of every job. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't, I don't know I how really difficult true. it is to wake up and make the donuts. You know, exactly. I've never done that. Be a pot fitter. So it can be a pot fitter. You know, uh, work on a car. Yeah, work in a mine. Yeah, things like that. I, it's just... I, I know because our jobs are not not only take uh, teaching as a part. We're educational mm-hmm. sorts of people, spiritual counselors and advisors, mm-hmm. as well as administrators. So we wear a lot of hats in, in the roles that we have had. Um, but that's what we're going to talk about today is work because yes. Monday, Monday, Monday yes. is Labor Day. Labor Day. Labor Day. And I think, I think we ought to stop because, you know, it yeah. weren't for... Right. Workers, we would not have an economy. We would not have an economy. We'd have no money. Are you gonna? Are you gonna take it off? Would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so funny because uh, my brother stopped me from saying something. Uh, we we still take a vacation a couple times a year. Right. So uh, he and I were going to try to work something out, and I said, oh, "We can't do it that week. We're on vacation." And he stopped me. He said, "No, <laughs> you don't go on vacations. You take trips." <laughs> I thought about it for a minute. I said, you know, I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. I, no more vacations. Right. Or as I say in Europe, holidays. It's holidays. No more take yeah. Out. So, yeah, we go on trips right. now mm-hmm. uh, and on a permanent staycation. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about work We're going to talk about today. work because I think work is so important. And to talk about work, let me just say to you publicly, thank you for letting me come and speak to your fine people a week ago Sunday. Yes. I Our folks there. love you. I love man. being there. It's one of my favorite churches to yeah. preach in and uh, the people always so kind. Right, right. And, and once again, I, I wanted to be there, but I awakened not feeling well. I'm telling you, it was awful. Um, and so, but I've heard such great things about your sermon. I actually watched it. Yeah, you and watched so, it while not feeling right, well. Right, so yeah. I don't want to ask your opinion of yeah. it because it probably <laughs> is somewhat uh, colored by uh, the condition you were yeah, in. Yeah, it was fantastic, as always. <laughs> as always. <laughs> now, how many days off a year do you get in? Anyway, I mean, well, you know, uh, do you ever call your hand on it? No, no, (laughs) (laughs) and they never do. (laughs) You didn't expect me to ask you that, did you? No. (laughs) 
Hey, and then I'll be working again this Sunday once again. Oh, good, okay. uh, I'll be at Vanor. Yes. Or Vanor. Right. I, I'm yeah. I've heard even the people, the good people of that church, say it different ways. Uh-huh. So how do you say it? Uh, Vanor is the way I say. It. You know, some of those folks went to the Holy Land with me a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah, and so I got to know them. Yeah. Great people. Sweet people yeah, as well. Very much. Love. You want to talk about? It? pretty place for a church. Oh, wow. uh, if you're not from Tennessee, you may not know this, but this is a kind of uh, mid-eastern Tennessee, just mm-hmm. south of Knoxville, and it's on a area called Teleco. There's Teleco Plains, There's a, mm. but this is Teleco Lake, oh, wow. and, the, and the, the church actually sits right there. The parking lot leads up to the water. It's mm. that close, but driving up there through countryside and Farms and it's just beautiful oh, up there. That's it's a, neat. you know, I drive up there on a Sunday morning on the way. God's been right. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only time I got rain was the Sunday I told them how wonderful it'd been. I'd always driven there without rain. <laughs> on the way home, it just poured down. <laughs> sort of like it's doing right now. Right now, it's yeah. pouring down. But you know, the tin roof on the podcast bar—it's not too uh, loud, is no, it? No, I'm not falsely. So we got a couch driver. You sit right. there. I'll sit yeah. in my chair and we'll we'll take a nap. So, but I'm going to be there Sunday, mm-hmm. uh, filling in. They're still looking for a pastor and. I'm going to help the uh, interim pastor. So, again, I am the interim's interim. Wow, that's good. I like the third-string quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, this last week Atlanta was playing, again, who are they? The the Giants, I think, uh, got the best record in baseball. And so it was uh, the top, bottom of the eighth inning. So Giants had one more one more time at bat. But they were down nine to nothing. Oh, wow. So they pulled their picture, mm-hmm. pitcher. And and put in like the third baseman, mm. you know, we're not going to win. <laughs> we don't want to. We don't want right. waste the arm of one of our relievers or uh-huh. a starter. Let's just. Don't, we're going to lose this game anyway. <laughs> Come over, if I can. You get it over the plate. <laughs> I thought, that's me. That's my new in. job yeah, description. <laughs> you know, this guy. Just get somebody. Won't hurt us uh-huh. too bad. They won't hit the batters. Right. You know, right. just yeah. bring this guy in, and so that's who I am. I'm the you third know, baseman I, honestly, who pitches. I was supposed to be at a Braves game this week. Yes, uh, Del Tudor, Roger Tudor, and Lazarus and I uh, were all going to go, but Daniel Scooter, my son, got sick, and I had to take him to the doctor. So it's been a wild week, and uh, you know, I thought maybe they wouldn't go because I couldn't go, but (laughs) but they they went, (laughs) and they had a great time. I'm glad they did. I I have a saying, which I've lived by for many years, you're not nearly as important as you think you are. So, the so world true. is not going to fall apart without you, and I have learned that, and I'm yes. I'm good with it. Yes. So, okay. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Oh, it, it's it's we, off to hey, work. We're working right now. We don't we really are, get paid for are, this, yeah. but it's a job. Uh-huh. This yep. uh, about working, and I sent you some questions, and so uh, to ponder. Why don't you share with us the first question concerning the work? Well, is work? Uh, I, th- I thought this was an interesting question. Is work a curse or or is it a gift of God? This primarily I intended this for believers, uh-huh. people who are of the Christian faith that uh, I've heard talk about how, you know, if it weren't for Adam in the fall and, yeah. and the woman offering him that apple and eating, then we wouldn't have to work. Yes. You uh-huh. know, we would just be walking with God in the garden. Right, right. Is that true? Well, yeah, she ate us out of house and home is what I've always said. <laughs> but now you know, in Genesis 2-2, Doc, uh, the Bible says, And on the seventh day God ended, listen to this, his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day, here it is again, from all his work, yeah. which he had done. And so if God worked, uh, I don't think it's a curse, I don't think it's evil. 
Yeah. Uh, and then the, the verse that you had that mm-hmm. we have together here, Genesis 2.15, then the Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden, what, to tend yeah. and to keep it. And that to was work before. it and keep it, yeah. to attend it and keep yeah. it. Yeah, that was before. Before the fall, which fall. is in Genesis 3. Right. So in Genesis 2, he's assigned him the task of taking care of the earth. And again, uh don't want to get down this, but I think it's very fascinating. I, I see the creation story in what I think the Jews would see in, in the picture of the temple. God is in the uh, Holy of Holies. He's there in the Garden of Eden. He's created the world. Mm-hmm. Man is to come into the garden to meet with God, and right. then he does his activities as a priest outside the Holy of Holies by tending to the things of the temple. Yeah, that's good. And uh, so that that's kind of ministry work. Mm-hmm. And my opinion is before the fall, what we were intended to do on this earth is to tend to it, to keep it, to safeguard it, right. to nourish it, to protect it, to grow from it. All the things that we are to do, and it really irks me sometimes when I hear about believers, believers in Christ, just always talk so negatively about people who care so much for the planet. Yeah, yes. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I know what I know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. People who care for the planet oftentimes are militant about it mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of weird about it. we call right. them tree, tree huggers, huggers right. uh-huh. uh, but we should I don't think we should ever hug a tree because I no. think that's Romans 1 we don't need yeah. to go there exactly but I think <laughs> I think that we should appreciate that tree like right now I'm needing to but I don't want to cut a tree down in my yard hmm. okay you know I had a guy yeah. out this week and it's a beautiful tree right but you know it's getting into the neighbor's business mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. want to be a good neighbor and everything yeah. and but I just stood there with a guy that I called out to get the gulp estimate uh-huh. to get rid of yeah. this hundred year old tree right and I said it was so beautiful yeah I hate the thought of cutting it down and I think in that respect that's a healthy mm-hmm. view of God's creation because he gave us that initial responsibility for taking care yeah. of it I agree I agree but then the fall, yeah. And so it did get a little frustrating, didn't it, work at yeah. that time? Yeah, there's no thorns, I understand, yeah. before the fall. Right, right, right. right. And, and it was not so difficult. Mm-hmm. Work wasn't so difficult. Or thistles. thistles. <laughs> don't you love that word? Thistles. Thistles. I don't I, even, the only time I use it is when I'm preaching. I don't even think I know really what a thistle is. What's the difference is? between a thistle and a thorn? I don't know. A thorn sounds thornier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm acquainted with Oh, my goodness. But you got to till, you know, the ground now. and uh, If you're in Tennessee, it's all rocks. Yes, exactly. It's rocks. You know, Uh uh, just think of the fertility of the ground before the fall, how things grew, and, you know, the beauty of everything. Can you imagine? So that would not have been a task that you would not want to do as you saw the, you know, how the work of your hands would produce beauty mm-hmm. and food and all the mm-hmm. other things. So work, no, right. not a curse. No, no. But now the difficulty of work is a part of the curse. It is. It, it really is. You know, Solomon talked a lot about work in the book of Ecclesiastes yeah. and really the importance of it, you know, and uh, find something that, that you enjoy doing, that you want to do. And so, um, you know, uh, I enjoy what I do. Yeah. I really do. I enjoy what I do. And it is work. It's really work. Yeah. Um, I the, the people who 
have kind of maybe considered work as a part of the curse and use that as an excuse not to work. Right. <laughs> I was looking at Proverbs 6, 9, and 10. How long will you lie there, O sluggard, when you will arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Yes. You I'm know. Sluggard. It's <laughs> another great word. Yes. Sluggard is, yeah. I, I don't know why I think of slug. I guess maybe right. slug comes from sluggard. I, I don't know, be, but um, slow moving, mm-hmm. just, you know, yeah. God does not have great things to say about those people <laughs> who won't work. Right. <laughs> so when we do celebrate Labor Day, man, mm-hmm. we're celebrating a good thing. Right. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. I agree. And so the next thing that we want to talk about is, is there any such thing as bad work? Woo! That, that was interesting. <laughs> it you is. Know, I had, I think I went a different direction on this a little bit. Okay. I, I thought about, you know, when we put uh, work before God or when we put our job before our family, you know, that, that's bad. That's not good right. uh, to do that. Or if we lie, cheat, and steal to get ahead, yeah. uh, that's not good work. Um, but. But I was interested in in the direction that you were headed since you actually wrote the question. Yeah, I, and, and that was a part of my thought, too. Is there anything negative about work? If work is a gift from God, which it was uh-huh. before the fall, wasn't meant to be a part of the curse, uh, then can work ever be bad? Mm-hmm. And I was sharing with you this Sunday at Vanor, I'm preaching a message from 1 Samuel 28 uh, called The Applause of Men. Right. And uh, I open it with an illustration of a, a young lady who is an exotic dancer. Mm-hmm. And the reasons why she, listen to this, the reason she's an exotic dancer is because uh, when her family found out that she was pregnant out of wedlock, mm-hmm. they didn't disown her, but were embarrassed by her. Right. The boy who got her pregnant left her high and dry, went mm-hmm. on to someone else. And now she's got a child. Mm-hmm. And she has the child to end um, a way that she can provide for that child is by being an exotic dancer. Not a prostitute, but mm-hmm. an exotic dancer mm-hmm. is that work bad if she is providing for her child is it bad and that might be an extreme case but let's say uh you as a believer and i'm just saying you you have this you interpret scripture to say that you do not agree with a homosexual lifestyle right yet uh your company that you work for you're certainly not in management but you simply work for the company uh uses that lifestyle in uh promoting the product whether being commercials or outright you know just selling to that particular group of people mm-hmm. or i mean there's so many scenarios i could come up with right. yeah. that the question is is your work bad can it be bad yeah, I think, I mean, those are definitely difficult questions, and um, probably many of those scenarios, not easy answers. Um, I think sometimes there is, without a doubt, uh, a time where you have to draw a line, yeah. uh, where you have to make a decision, uh, and, and that is truly between you and God, you know, um, and so you get alone with King Jesus and, um, you know, follow what he might say to your heart. Uh, but then there are other times that he might whisper to your heart to stay and to be an example, to stay and in a Christ-like way, you know, share uh, the truth. Yep. And um, and so I think, uh, now I'm not going to be an exotic dancer, you know. I no, think that, you don't well, have the goods. No, I, I don't have the goods. I don't think that would be good for me <laughs> or the lady in your story. You'd, you'd starve. <laughs> Chippendale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even go there. I wish I'd not even put that thought in my head. <laughs> uh, we digress. Yeah, we're digressing. <laughs> but, 
Right. I, I just I, I think about that, and I, what you were saying was, you know, there's a line that you shouldn't cross. And what I realized over the years, how many times somebody came to me and said, is this a line I'm crossing? Mm. And I couldn't answer that for them. Right, right. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't. I mean, you, that is between you and the Lord. It is. And uh, I, I think that, you know, come on. I We had this thing called situation ethics we studied in the seminary. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you go there? I did. I remember. And that. the famous story is that a woman is put into prison. Her wife is left with a... Uh, a second husband who is abusing the children while she's in prison. A prison guard says to her, if you will have sex with me, I can get you out of here. Mm-hmm. What's the right thing to do? Yeah. I don't remember that example. Yeah, I remember yeah. that one. I mean, that, that just struck me. I'd never even thought that deeply right. at that time. Right, right. Yeah, and there are very difficult, difficult things. Would you steal to feed your family? Yeah. Is one that often comes up. Yeah. Probably with my nine millimeter in one hand and <laughs> shotgun in the other. I, you know, if it came to that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I have. I've got a lot of neighbors with uh, nice gardens, really yeah. nice gardens. Yeah. And I stay close to them. You know, and uh, <laughs> that's good. Yes. You got any cattle farmers? Uh, not where I live. <laughs> not where I live. <laughs> but I think that's a question that people are. When we celebrate Labor Day, do we celebrate all labor? Mm. You know, is is everybody's job a good job? A good job. Yeah, and and I would say no. Yeah, not everybody's job. You know. So, uh, but I'm not going to draw that line. No, no. Uh, that person needs to know: is this is this the right thing? Or the, uh, you know, the what what's the oldest profession in the world? Not prostitute, as you'll hear. Mm-hmm. Oldest profession in the world is a farmer. Right. Right. Yeah, Isn't that what true. Adam was given that's the true. responsibility yeah, to be? Yeah. So the one that. That I do a little farming now, yeah, as little as possible. <laughs> but when I need to, because we're here at the Podcast Barn, which sits on 26 acres, uh-huh. and uh, I have an elderly father-in-law, and so I've learned to ride a tractor and bush hog and mm-hmm. do a lot of work like that. Right. I'm telling you, son, that's hard, stinking work. You've never asked me to help one time. I'd, I'd love to see myself. Would on a you? Tractor. Would you say yes? <laughs> no, not at all. No, I mean <laughs> no. the reason why because I just thought it was futile. Yeah. <laughs> I would have asked you. <laughs> I'll take 10 acres, you take 10 acres. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, you were talking about providing for your family, would you steal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that, that leads to what does the Bible say about providing for the family? I mean, honestly. And, and, and listen, I mean, it says it very distinctly in First Timothy 5.8, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, especially for members of his household, he is denied mm. the faith, apostasy, denied the faith, and is worse, not like an unbeliever, right. but worse than an unbeliever. Right. And the King James Version says... Infidel. 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 So, I mean, that's... that's now, that's yeah. the Apostle Paul. It's not Jesus. Right. But we believe that the Scripture is inspired. So, Paul's writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so, he says, if you won't provide for your family... You're worse than an unbeliever. Worse, worse than an unbeliever. That's that's strong language. That's very strong language. So what do you? I mean, you what know, say ye? Uh, it says if you don't provide for. Did you say relative there? Uh-huh. Uh, the New King James says own uh, for his own. Yeah. And then for those of his household, especially and, for those uh, of his household. Yeah. Yep. You know he has denied the faith, apostatized, and uh, that that's that's and worse as you yes. put it, and, and worse. worse. So. so 
you know, that, that's in ministry I know you have and I have. We've run into people, we've run into men um, who would rather play video games yep. um, as opposed to get out there and do something and yep. provide for their family. And yep. I tell you what, uh, that just gets all over me. Yep. And um, I, I guess the, the sternest that I ever Sternest, I guess that's a word. Sternest. The sternest that I ever. <laughs> sternest scared stupid. Did you see that movie? No. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I ever talked to someone is a is a guy that will just won't get up and provide. It, yeah. it really now there are those that can't, right. of course, for medical reasons or uh, yeah. That's that's yeah. not unwilling. That's unable. That's unable. It's a whole and lot of difference. Those who are able. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't know how many times I've shared this verse uh, with a guy that will not provide for his family. How many times has it made a difference? Um, I can probably count one or two. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the tough thing about counseling, whether it be Christian counseling, any kind of counseling. You're quite aware that most of the things that you say in counsel will not be done. Mm-hmm. Person's intent on being lazy, That's maybe they learned that from dad or mom. Right. They learned it from someone else. They They've learned that they can get by, and that's all they care about doing mm-hmm. is getting by. And so I think that's what the Bible is speaking to it is an attitude. Yes. That if you if you have this attitude where you don't care about your family mm-hmm. enough to exert some effort, make a sacrifice, then you're worse than an unbeliever. Right, right, right. You know, I'm glad my dad, Dr. D., I'm glad he uh, provided an example. You know, we didn't have much. You know that. I've yeah. told you that and this podcast family. We didn't have much, but it wasn't because he did not work. Right. I mean, he really did. My dad worked hard. Uh, and most of the time in our lives uh, growing up, more than one job. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he would have a, a job, and then he would have a, a side hustle uh, that he would often do. And, uh, but just neither one of them uh, provided you know, a great uh, salary with, a, mm-hmm. with great benefits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, but he did teach me the importance of work. Yeah, unfortunately, as you were saying, the, the demand of work, the intensity, the hardness of work has nothing to do with the amount you get paid for that that's work. That's right, that's right. And uh, that's unfortunate, but, it, but it's true. In, yeah. in the world we live today, I mean, the restaurants are closing early. Yes. Because they can't find can't people, get people to, to work. work. You know, uh, signs on doors. I mean, people are hiring everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the old thing, I can't find a job. It's not true. Uh, that's not true anymore. You may not find the job you want right, right. now, but you probably were in the condition I was for when uh, I, I was never without a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't say all the jobs I worked I liked. Right. But I was going to work, mm-hmm. and uh, I needed income. I had no one to give me anything, right, so yeah. I had to work to do so. My wife and I have uh, a set. It's it's funny because we said every time that we pull out, we, when we go to a fast food restaurant and go through the drive through mm-hmm. and get our bag, one of the first things that we'll do is we'll go through it. Yes. Go, okay, is this right? Because right. I, I don't like mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I don't like yellow cheese. Mm-hmm. So if I'll tell them I want a hamburger, not a cheeseburger, no mayo, add mustard. Yeah. It's like an explosion goes off in someone's mind. What does that mean? What does that mean? And we have a son with fatal food allergies. I mean, he can't eat certain things. And so we must. We don't want to be that persnickety people, Mm -hmm. but we must. And a large percentage of the time, something is wrong. And we'll have to get it fixed. But as we drive away, here's what we say. 
at least they're working. Exactly. That's good. I That's mean, a it, good attitude. And rather than being too angry yeah. about it, just say, at least they're working. They may not have yeah. said thank you or, you know, it's a privilege or right. what do they say at Chick-fil-A? Pleasure. It's my pleasure. Yeah, it's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. The joke is there needs to be a window after the first window for an exchange. Yes. <laughs> Pull up and just exchange with you. <laughs> Bring me the other one. <laughs> but, yeah, that's... That, yeah. That's the case in uh, hard work doesn't necessarily come with high pay, but exactly. I think work is honorable. I do too. Work is honorable. Uh, what was my next question? Uh, what does the Bible say about women working? What say ye? It does not forbid it. Nope. Nowhere in Scripture that I find does it forbid it. And you and I both uh, sort of ran to Proverbs uh, 31. Yeah, the virtuous, virtuous woman, woman, the righteous you know? woman, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And we actually, pretty much Solomon's mom, right? It's, yeah, that's yeah. talking about. We actually had to uh, look up a word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> before we started. Recording. Just staff. Yeah, <laughs> that was an interesting, thing. interesting word. Uh, would you like me to read the scripture? Here? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, Proverbs thirty-one. She uh, talking about the virtuous woman seeks wool and flax. Uh, I don't know what flax is. Yeah. And willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings her food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maid service. Listen to this. She considers and buys a field. Um, from it, uh, her profit, she plants a vineyard. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out at night. She stretches out her hands to the staff, that's the one we have to look up. Yes. And her hand holds the spindle. Good. She makes linen garments, listen to this, and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. And so that's the virtuous woman. That's interesting. Now, that is the perfect woman. <laughs> that's not virtuous. That is the perfect. That would be the perfect person there you go. to do that sort yeah. of thing. And, of course, we know it's a proverb, and right. so he's waxing eloquent about what the most extreme example of a, and you know, Look at Mama through rose-colored right. Waxing about flaxing. Waxing about flaxing. That's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, but it says there in an Old Testament book in which we always talk about how you know little worth that they gave women in the Old Testament. Right. According to Solomon, uh, this old, this girl was going out and mm-hmm. buying some property. Buying she was property, making man. business deals. Yes. Right. And then on the side of being a business person was also taking care of mm-hmm. things at home by getting up early in the morning, frying some eggs, yeah, and you yeah. know getting some. So probably not bacon in there, but unless they had turkey <laughs> uh, yeah, bacon, probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe a little turkey bacon, bacon right, going on. Right. Uh, but I, you read that and say, when did this woman sleep? I know. You know when yeah, did this woman yeah, sleep? Yeah. Most women died at twenty eight, <laughs> but now you know why. <laughs> right. When that was the case, but yeah. you know, so I don't think you can take from that certainly that the Bible prohibits women from working. So where did that come from? Well, you know, another example that just came to my mind is in the book of Acts. Wasn't it Lydia that was a seller of purple? That, that's not when yeah. we were talking about this. I got her confused with the righteous woman of okay. Proverbs 31 because yeah. yeah. I used the purple. I right. knew that both considered making the, yes. the, the material. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I believe when you read in the book of Acts particularly that some of those women had very important roles mm-hmm. very important roles right, right. Uh, both in the church and in business mm-hmm. so uh, that's pretty incredible I think probably culture mm-hmm. has, has kind of for a long time 
prohibited women because they need to be at home taking care of the children. Let me tell you about my mom. When my parents were divorced when I was nine, my brother was 13, uh, dad was gone, and um, my mom had to go to work, mm-hmm. son. Yeah. Uh, you know what she did? What's that? Flipped hamburgers. Is that right? She went and flipped hamburgers, and uh, I remember seeing one of her checks. Now, this is, you know, a century ago. <laughs> It was a long time ago. It was last century. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was last century. But I remember seeing one of her checks, 13 bucks. Wow. 13 bucks. Wow. Uh, and and she had to do that to provide for us, you know, mm-hmm. uh, a home. Not 13 an hour. No, 13 bucks for the week. Wow. Now, I, I don't know if she worked 40 hours mm-hmm. or not because I know at that time probably minimum wage was probably a dollar ten or something mm-hmm. like that an hour. But what it was, was she would also make some tips. Mm-hmm. But do you remember what a tip was? Well, mm-hmm. you don't because you're not that old. But, you know, when I was a kid, a tip was a quarter. Right. Something like that. I mean, right. it wasn't 25% of your tab yeah. type thing like it is today. And so maybe 25 bucks and plus the money she got from uh, from child support probably raised a family of two boys and herself for a good long while on 50 bucks a week. Isn't that amazing? Can you imagine now today? Wow. I mean, you can't eat dinner mm-hmm. no, for that. No, you uh, can't. So, you know, the best thing for her to do, the right thing for mm-hmm. her to do, was to go to work. Yes, yes. Because she, we weren't going to, I don't think she wanted us to be on any kind of welfare or anything. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but mm-hmm. her desire was to try to keep from getting in that trap the best that she could. Mm-hmm. And I call it a trap, but it's really a safety net for right. people who are unable to. But oftentimes, you fall into that safety net, it's hard to crawl out again. Yeah, I agree. And so, didn't. And and we, we had very little, but my mom worked. And mm-hmm. even after she remarried, she continued to work after that as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, no, I, I, I just... Man, I just think when we exclude and we have that mindset where women in the extreme, of course, to stay barefoot and pregnant at home in the kitchen, right? right. Um, yeah, that that's that does such a disservice. Yeah, my mom worked too. Um, she was a teacher's aide at East Lake Elementary where I went to school. Yeah, and um, and that was good and bad because when I got in trouble, I mean, she was right. In yeah, the she was right room. there. Yeah. And so, I mean, if I got in trouble, not when. If yeah, I yeah. Got in yeah, you never got in trouble. No, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> but she worked hard, you know. And, yeah. And um, and so I remember vividly us. Uh, we only had one car. Dad would go to work, and sometimes we would walk to the school uphill, you know, both ways. No. Yeah. Uh, but and sometimes and it was raining. We'd take a taxi. I mean, I remember. Really? Yeah, I remember those days. And uh, but she worked. She really worked hard. That. Scripture says it's Paul writing. Sometimes we, we we put too much on Paul to be kind of demeaning toward women, but he's he wrote Galatians three twenty eight. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. There is no male and female. Yeah, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what he's saying there is he's talking about worth. Mm-hmm. Nobody, you know, a, a, a slave is not less worthy than the person who owns the slave in that day. And, right. and then a Gentile is not less worthy mm-hmm. than a Jew. And neither, because I think what he's speaking to there are stereotypes that were in their culture. And he's mm-hmm. going, wait a minute, guys. Yeah. We, we've been redeemed from that culture. Mm-hmm. We're beyond that now. God is no respecter of persons. We all have equal worth in the sight of God. Does not mean that we all have the same role. Yes. I mean, you know, obviously women biologically are equipped to nurture children mm-hmm. and provide for them things that we can't provide as right. men. And so just it falls to them on many occasions 
to provide for those children. Mm -hmm. It's it, it just the way it is. That doesn't say that their worth is less. As a matter of fact, if anything, you go, wow, that's more important than what we're yeah. providing. Wasn't right? it Adrian Rogers that said that women are significantly better at being a woman and men are significantly better at being a man. You know? I would I would always agree with that first part. Yeah. I'm not sure about the second one because I've known so many sorry men. Right. <laughs> Honestly yeah. I've known a lot more men to put let me down yes. than women. Uh, yeah. I think we I think I concur. Yeah. Uh, I co signed to that. You co signed? Yeah, I'll co sign. <laughs> so I think that we should celebrate uh, women at work uh, again they have a role in a household just like men have a role in the household mm -hmm. but um, I, I think that women who choose to to have careers and and that sort of thing just like a man who chooses to uh, and, and a woman can choose not to have a family just mm -hmm. like a man can choose not to have a family right and knowing that when a man chooses a wife and a woman chooses to have a family with particular you know a family meaning with children that there are going to be uh, some trade-offs made and some priorities that have to be established, sure. that sort of thing. But that's true for men and women both. Mm -hmm. You know, if all you want to do is go out there and trade stocks 24 hours a day and make all the money in the world you could possibly make, don't get married. Right, right. You know, because yeah. you're going to be you're going to be sacrificing. You're going to be hurting another person to do that. Completely agree. Completely agree. I think this last question, man, was very uh, interesting. Oh, I good. Really I'm glad yeah. you think one of these yeah. questions is interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it's retirement. Yeah, uh, something I had to deal with. Yeah, something you had to deal with. Is, is it found, and I'm going to let you, I'd, I'd like to let you lead off on this. Can you find retirement in the Bible? You know, I looked about at about 45. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just following the Word of God. I'm, I'm getting out of here. Yeah. 15 years in the ministry. Uh, right. You know, the truth is, partly because it's written at a different time with different yeah. cultures where there's no social security safety net as we call it there was mm -hmm. no income coming but age was honored mm -hmm. as you got older there's a lot to be said about honoring the aged and the wisdom of living that long and that right. sort of thing and I, I think what's happened is that's been lost mm -hmm. to a great deal that I always looked for an older man to mentor me when I was in full-time ministry because mm -hmm. I wanted a guy, you know, who'd been around the block a few times, had to right. deal with this and mm -hmm. deal with these situations. So I honored the men older than me as my mentors, and I wanted to turn around and do that for other people as well. But that's a change in role, mm -hmm. whereas no longer do I go into office every morning and, you know, and, and have oversight of a staff and, and a church and that sort of thing. But I, I want to be involved, but my role has changed yeah, in yeah. doing that. So I think that the Bible doesn't talk about at all, really, about retirement. Mm -hmm. But it does talk about how uh, that there is a season mm -hmm. for everything. Yes. And my season, I knew when it was time. And really, honestly, um, Tony, I could have stayed with my job. I could still be there yeah. right now. No one was asking me to leave. Right. Uh, it would have been much financially better for me mm -hmm. to stay mm -hmm. uh, but I knew and I said a long time ago that when it was time to go regardless I was going to go when mm -hmm. God let me know when he 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 drew withdrew that passion that I had for being the pastor that I need to hear that and then my wife needed to hear that and it just so happened we heard it at the same time yeah we both knew it was right we both knew I could have worked for several years mm -hmm. we could have much more comfortable retirement could have mm -hmm. paid off a few things 
but it wasn't in God's plan. So we're dealing with that now, but we still believe that we acted according to God's plan. So Bible does not say anything about retirement. But I think one really interesting thing, Brother T, is that at the end of Exodus, it talks about when Moses was through leading the Mm -hmm. children and Mm -hmm. it was time for Joshua to take over. It pretty much tells you uh, he didn't die because he was old. He died because his purpose for living was over. Yeah, his eyes were still bright, the Bible says. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I agree. Yeah, very much so. You know, really... Other than um, when people lived 900 years um, plus, like Methuselah, yeah. you know, after that period, uh, people began to live less and less. And so it, it wasn't um, really something that people thought about because, like you said earlier, you didn't live long enough to retire. Right. You know, you just didn't. Yeah. Uh, the average life. But now... Now we do because of medicine right. and uh, and different things. We live a little bit longer, mm-hmm. uh, but but I would I would say that uh, and agree with you. Retirement's not in the Bible. Right. I, I don't see it, uh, but we do as you have transition into different things. Transition you know? from one phase to another, one role into another mm-hmm. role. Uh, I think the the biggest thing, and I'm having to struggle with this right now, is I think I rem. And I'm speaking in sentence fragments, and I hate this because this came yeah. up when I was thinking about this. I was as I was at my date of retirement, which was January 12th of last year, and we were having a big celebration. I had people coming in and speaking that sort of thing, and uh, I had gone because I shook so many hands so often. I would make many trips to the restroom just to wash my hands and come back out again. And I was making one such trip. And uh, I ran into a gentleman. I didn't know he had retired, but he kind of mentioned me retired. And he said, are you looking forward to it? And I said, absolutely. And he said, man, it's horrible. <laughs> so what? It's and encouraging. Oh, my. And his face just yeah. drained of color. And he says, just, he says, just horrible. Mm. And that kind of hit me like, oh, I hope it doesn't become horrible. Right. And But I understand how it could because... Mm-hmm. Um, we are greatly defined by our purpose in life. Yes. What we're doing yeah. and are we contributing? At least that's always how I have uh, done it. And, um, it, uh, you know, when you don't do what you used to do every day yeah. and you're looking for things to do and people don't call you as often mm-hmm. for advice and that sort of thing, then, I mean, that part of it is, is, is tough. Yeah. I've heard guys tell me it's not what it's all cracked up to be. Right. You know. And uh, and I think I completely understand that because yeah. you know uh, after a weekend a long weekend when I'm on my rocking chair on the front porch yeah. you know I, I I tend to get a little bored yeah and um, and after you know a vacation um, I'm I'm ready to get back yeah because you, you know your work no matter it's work if you're yeah. uh, if you're whatever you do you're right. a coach or mm-hmm. or you know your businessman or woman mm-hmm. and that sort of thing every job is a mixed bag mm-hmm. it, it's some things you love to do and some things that you cringe to do. Mm-hmm. There are people that you love to be around and people that you wish you didn't run into during yes. the course of the day. And so what happens is you don't get to pick and choose those things. Yeah. When you get rid of that mixed bag, you get rid of the mixed bag. You, yeah, you don't have to run into that person anymore daily. You don't have to have that difficult discussion or make that hard decision. Mm-hmm. But you also don't get to meet that person that you just, you know. In you're not a, running into anybody daily. You're not running yeah. anybody day after right. day. I mean, right. you're... It, and, and that person used to encourage you each day. You mm-hmm. don't see them. And that yeah. person, you know, that you fed off from because they had such energy and creativity, mm-hmm. you don't feed off them anymore. So along with the bad, you lost the good as well. I think yeah. that's the thing that I've had to cope with. Right, right, right. And uh, I, I remember my dad, 
he retired uh, after working many, 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 many years. And um, he went through that, you know, just mm-hmm. sort of a loss of purpose. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what am I going to do now? Yeah. Uh, now, he did enjoy uh, retirement, if you want to say it like that. Yeah. Uh, but even with retirement, he, like you, he kept preaching, yeah. you know, here and there. And, and so, uh, because that was his purpose mm-hmm. in life. You yeah. Know? And then when he, his health went down, his purpose in life was to watch John Wayne movies. Yeah, and Which is a did. pretty good purpose, that's man. That's not a bad purpose. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a bad purpose, brother. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, you know, we want to celebrate work yeah. and, and talk about it in a lighthearted way like we right. did. But, mm-hmm. man, for everybody out there making it happen, way to go. Way to go. Way you to know, go, man. I'll tell you, ever since you said this to me, uh-huh. Dolly Parton's nine to five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> The the movie or the song? The, the song while I tumble out of bed, <laughs> stumble to the kitchen. Yep. Pour myself a cup of ambition. Yeah. A yawn and stretch and try come to life. Yeah. <laughs> Jump the shower. I mean, what a song, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's We're that good. apropos. Nine to five. Yeah. Which we ne- we haven't done that in a long time. No. Ministers don't work no, nine don't. to five. No, we don't. We were kind of no. a lot. I did. I did other things. I was a computer programmer. Mm. I was a computer operator. Right. I was in retail management. I did several. And there are aspects of each one of those things that I enjoyed doing yes. and would probably, and a couple of those, made a lot more money over the yeah. course of my lifetime. But, you know, you need to find out. And I don't know, if you are looking for where you want to work, let me yeah. just say this, and, and, I, and I don't want to be preachy here, but you can find where you are whole, and I call it at the corner, at the corner of function and fulfillment. That's good. That's good. Where you function, where you do really well, people... You know, mm-hmm. appraise you for doing well, and in doing well, you feel a sense of fulfillment. This, this, this makes a difference. This right. is what I want to do. And when you find that spot, man, yeah. hang in there. There you go. Hang like in that. there. That's so so true. We never want to turn into a Johnny paycheck. Never. Never. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> Don't want to do that. No, I, I do, and I and I still enjoy working, and, and I know you do. You do a great job, and for everybody out there, uh, making it happen nine to five and or. As I did for a while, eleven to seven, exactly. you know, whatever yeah. it takes, mm-hmm. get her done, and, yes. and and thank you so much, and I hope that you enjoy a day off. I echo exactly what you just said, my brother. And after that day off, we'll be back. Yes. And uh, what we're considering for next week that I shared with you might be very interting. So you guys hang in there. Until next time, we'll see you. God, God bless. bless.